Although the public attention has shifted away from Web3, the corporate battle for supremacy rages on. Tech giants are battling for dominance within the space. This includes hardware manufacturers, software companies, entertainment companies, and of course, social media platforms. However, one company refuses to even say the word metaverse, and that is Apple. So today we're gonna discuss why. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So we've been speculating about Apple's entry into Web3 with these headsets and whatever else that they're possibly building for the longest time. However, no one has confirmed anything from Apple's camp. Now, recently, they have published their opinions as far as their plans for NFTs being on the marketplace. That is something that I've covered on episode number 332. However, as far as hardware, well, we have not heard a thing. However, if you Google it or you go on YouTube, you can see countless creators that have made videos and specs about what Apple's going to do in Metaverse with their hardware and so forth. But none of that is confirmed. It is all speculation. But the thing that's even most crazy about it is Tim Cook and their team over at Apple they don't even use the word metaverse. Now, some people speculate that is because Facebook is basically branded meta as their whole word. So they want everything to be associated with the metaverse with Facebook's company. And that would sort of make sense because Apple and Facebook have been at war. I've covered it several times, but in case you haven't heard it, they had this huge battle between the two parties and they just do not see eye to eye. And of course, they're competing business models. But in summary, it is over privacy concerns. Now, Facebook has a free platform and they make that money by selling ads based on the data of the usage of the platform. That is how their model works. That is how Instagram and all their other things work. That is basically their general model. Now, as far as Apple, the whole thing that they pitched and presented was that, well, we truly believe in privacy. We don't believe in sharing information and so forth. And of course, when they did the iOS updates, they made it virtually impossible for Facebook to accurately track a lot of that information, especially the way that notification pops up on people's phones, basically kind of scaring people into opting out of it. It says, well, do you want to be tracked across all apps even when you're not using these apps? Do you want this information to be sent back to Facebook? That's basically what it says. Now, I'm just summarizing and prefacing it, but the way it's worded, it just automatically makes people say, no, I don't want my information to be shared. So because of this, it made Facebook ads very ineffective compared to how it was basically printing cash over the years. Now, I've covered that. I'm not going to go into much detail about that. But what makes it very interesting is Apple is in a compromising situation because as far as their whole privacy concerns and all of that, well, they're basically in partnership with the government of China and all of that goes out the window with the iPhones that are over there. So, I mean, hey, like, are they truly for privacy concerns and giving their users the rights to basically own their data and so forth? Or are they just in the business of making money and wherever it's convenient, they kick their enemies where it is possible? Now, in the case of Facebook, well, they have made many mistakes over the years as far as leaking information, selling information to third parties and so forth. Mark Zuckerberg has been before Congress multiple times and it really hasn't been pretty over there. So I'm not defending either side of the parties, but I'm just saying, hey, at the end of the day, these are corporations trying to make money and they're at war with each other because fundamentally they just have very different business models and they're at war with each other. And in the case of Apple, kicking Facebook while they're down is actually profitable and a better narrative for their brand than it is to just basically support them and play nice and so forth. Not to mention that the CEOs actually have personal differences between each other. But going back to the fact that Apple never says the whole metaverse thing, well, 
the way they communicate in general is never a direct comparison. So if you think all the way back to the 2000s, you know, the whole Mac versus PC era, well, that was probably the last time where Apple directly went against their competitors. And if you remember those commercials, they had a guy saying, hey, I'm PC, he's dressed up like Bill Gates in a boring brown suit. And then you had this young guy that was casually dressed and they said, hey, I'm a Mac. And it was just very artistic and so forth and all these fun things that you could do with a Mac. And basically PCs were boring and stuffy and all about spreadsheets and business, right? That was their comparison. And that was really the last time they did that in the early 2000s. Ever since then, you will never see them speaking about, okay, this is our hardware capabilities stacked up next to a comparable Windows PC. You'll never see them doing direct comparisons as far as this is how the latest iPhone stacks up with the latest Samsung Galaxy or whatever flagship phone that Samsung is rolling out. No, they do not do that. The only direct comparison that Apple ever does is when they come out with a new line or a new item, they compare it to the previous one. So in the case of an iPhone, if the iPhone 14 or 15, whatever number they're up to these days comes out, they're only going to compare it to the previous model. That's it. They're not going to look elsewhere. Same thing with the iPads, MacBooks, and everything. They're going to say this new iPad is 50% faster than the previous generation chip, so forth like that. It's going to have that much more memory and all these different things. They never want a direct comparison. Well, for a couple reasons. Number one, as a premium brand, they don't want to see themselves basically competing with anyone. They're in a league of their own. And just for branding purposes, the nostalgia, everything that they really represent, just not doing a direct comparison, keeps that lure of their brand just being so premium and prestige. But in the case of this, with the whole metaverse thing, they actually have two very different views. See, Tim Cook and Apple, they're looking at it as AR. In Facebook, they're looking at it as VR. Now, AR is augmented reality which is like glasses or a cell phone that overlays something in the real world. So the easiest thing to use for a comparison of this is like a Snapchat filter or a Facebook filter, whatever it is, you know, uh, does makeup, maybe put some animal characters, some ears, a nose or whatever it is onto a person. That is AR. It's augmenting the reality, changing the real view of what's being seen. Now, virtual reality is what we're more seeing with Facebook with those goggles when you're actually stepping into a full virtual world and it's completely closed off and it's a different view than what's going on in the real world. Now, Apple is banking on AR and they don't think that VR is the future. At least publicly, that's the statements that their team, their CEO, everyone is saying. It's all about AR and how they can enhance it. And they don't want to go into a digital world. They want to enhance the real world using their tech. Now, speaking of like enhancing the real world with their tech, Apple has an entire ecosystem. They have the hardware, they have the software plus subscription models, you know, the music subscriptions, or now they have the movies, the TV and the games, like they bundle, they have uh, books, like so much things that you could be buying from them. And of course, not to mention that they have the third party marketplace, which is the app store, where they're taking 30% cut of everything that goes on in there, including all the purchases within the app. But even on the hardware side, they're actually licensing out the rights for various companies to make accessories for their devices. So there have multiple streams of income within this ecosystem. And the gateway drug, if you will, is the iPhone. People come in with the iPhone, especially the cheaper ones. And then once they get in, they start to get their iPads, their MacBooks and their services and their watches and so forth. And they're just locked in. And the more devices and the more services they get, the harder it is for them to step away. And guess what? That person doesn't need to have to be advertised to as much because they're already in the ecosystem and they just keep spending money. At that point, Apple is printing cash, which is what they're doing. Now, Facebook, or I should say Meta, is 
mainly a free software, as I said, and they're making their money from ads. But because of this, they're highly dependent on third parties. First of all, it is the internet service provider. They're at the mercies of them because in order for them to make money, you have to be able to access their website. So in the case of, let's say, over in China, well, guess what? They can't sell directly to anyone in China because of the great firewall of China. It is blocking Facebook altogether. Instagram, those apps do not work within China unless they're using some sort of high-tech ways to maneuver around all that. But guess what? The internet service provider that is in China is blocking that access. And that could really happen anywhere. Any internet service provider could say, you know what? We do not want our customers or our clients are using our internet service to be on Facebook or any of their apps, and it's going to be blocked. But in addition to that, they also are limited to the hardware. So as I open up this thing by saying they're at war with Apple, because guess what? Their hardware update with iOS makes it virtually impossible for those ads to be productive and profitable for advertisers. And when that happens, advertisers start to spend less. And as we see, in combination with everything that's going on over at Facebook, people being upset with them, advertisers are pulling out their money, and that is why their revenues are falling ridiculously. So as far as going over into the metaverse now, as Facebook is branding themselves as meta and they want everything to be geared towards that simply because guess what? They want to own the infrastructure for the next web. They spent the last 15, 20 years at the mercies of everything else and having to participate with them and having to work with them in order for them to be profitable. But they're hoping that in the future, they're going to be the ones that are laying that groundwork, laying that infrastructure, and everyone that's going to build in the metaverse is going to build on what they own and what they are currently working on. So they want to do the infrastructures, all the software in the world, the meeting rooms and all of that. And they're going to turn that over and make it sort of quote unquote open for other people to build on because guess what they're the ones who are going to control that metaverse and the hardware that they're creating spending billions of dollars of funding all of this stuff they're trying to not get locked out and be at the mercy of what happened with apple but as i said it is just very interesting though although they have such very different views they're very different business models and these companies are even they're viewed very differently in the public eye it's just very funny that Tim Cook will not even say metaverse. I've looked through countless videos on YouTube. I've read articles and all sorts of things trying to see where someone from the team officially says metaverse and they use all sorts of different ways. They A digital world, they talk about augmented reality, they talk about the relationship between technology and the real world, but they never say metaverse. And I think that it's just their way of, of again, separating themselves from the competition. And in this case, really, the biggest competition in the space happens to be their arch nemesis. It's kind of funny because gone are the days of them going up directly against Microsoft with the PCs and Microsoft with the Windows Mobile. Now they're at war with Facebook. And we'll see how that actually works out. Whose strategy will actually win? Is Apple's approach the best or is Facebook's approach the best? I don't know. Only time will tell. Deep down, I think Meta is onto something. However, at this point, it would be kind of foolish to bet against Apple. But as this development happens, I'll be covering it. I probably won't do full episodes on it unless something major happens, but a great way that you can stay in the loop in case of some of these minor things does catch my attention. I think it is newsworthy, but not big enough for me to do a full episode on. A great way to keep up on that is the newsletter, which you can get for absolutely free at niftybusinessweek.com. We recently revamped that, so if you're interested in that, it is absolutely free. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.